Today on State Scoop's Priorities Podcast, brought to you by Scoop News Group, a generative AI pilot in Pennsylvania. Welcome to State Scoop's Priorities Podcast. Every Thursday, you'll get insights into the state and local government technology community. You'll hear from top leaders across the state and local world and learn about the latest news and trends across the industry. I'm your host, Jake Williams. Here's what's happening this week. Missouri Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick is alleging that the state Secretary of State has refused to provide copies of cybersecurity reviews for 116 local election authorities. Fitzpatrick says the Secretary of State's office stood in the way of his efforts to perform a thorough analysis of how new cybersecurity reviews have been implemented. Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft disputed the findings, saying that sharing the reports with Fitzpatrick's office is revealing confidential information. The Utah State Auditor conducted a privacy review of over 1,600 government entities and nonprofits. 66% failed to meet a basic requirement of the state's privacy law, having a clear privacy policy on their websites. The state privacy officer will now assist to non-compliant organizations in coming into compliance with the law. State attorneys general are expressing concerns that the rise of AI-powered telemarketing could bypass existing laws against robocalls. In a letter to the Federal Communications Commission, a bipartisan group of 26 attorneys general are asking the commission to treat AI-generated voices the same as pre-recorded ones, requiring companies to get people's consent before using them for marketing calls. You can find these stories and more at statescoop.com and in links in today's show notes. Pennsylvania is providing licenses for OpenAI's ChatGPT for some state employees and permitting them to use generative AI for certain tasks. The program set to begin this month will be limited to 50 employees inside the Commonwealth's Office of Administration. They'll use ChatGPT's enterprise version, which includes additional cybersecurity, privacy, and management features. Amaya Capillon is the CIO for the state of Pennsylvania. She tells StateScoop's Kelly Quinlan how the program came to fruition. The pilot program was a natural way to really get involved in this technology that's changing so quickly. Um, I will also attest that in my background as a product leader, uh, this is just a very natural approach. Uh, when you're doing something new, when you're exploring a, if you, you know, are exploring a new feature, the first thing you do is start to pilot and, and test your way into it. Um, you know, it pilots and working iteratively are great ways to both manage risk and then also really identify what the clear opportunities are so you can really go after them in a focused way. Right. And so as far as like the process of engaging open AI, right? And Mm -hmm. because there's a, you know, variety of generative AI models out there. Why go with open AI? What did that process look like of engaging them? And what was the response to this idea? Sure. Uh, you know, I think we were, of course, evaluating different opportunities and solutions on the market. Um, I think one of the keys that we wanted to go, we were looking at is how can we move quick to, quickly in a, in a focused way, again, on a pilot, right? So we wanted to engage a partner who was very um, explicitly a, a pilot partner where we could learn and explore that would provide an, a broad enough set of capabilities um, was also maybe familiar to, to folks who, um, as I shared, you know, stats probably that are very stale at this point over, you know, half the world has engaged with chat GPT, right? So that's uh, a very familiar tool is another piece. And then how can we do so securely and, um, effectively? So, um, the chat GPT enterprise, um, solution was one that even, even as we were having discussions, they also, announced their sort of like app store as it were, right? So all those different pieces were lining up, but um, really fundamentally it was about 
how can we move quickly with a, a partner that's going to support every all the values that we establish in our executive order um so we could respect all of those and then you know get a tool in the hands of our employees who are really going to be the ones to benefit and help guide the way to the effective and responsible use of generative ai yeah definitely and so as far as the usage goes what is that going to look like on the day-to-day -day? i know that y'all are doing 50 licenses to start for Office of Administration employees, but what else beyond that will be part of this program? Sure, so we're kind of taking a phased approach, right? Um, the goal of the pilot is to really em empower employees um, and what better place to start than with our HR and IT employees who really you know, support all other employees every day. Um, so, and also are, are highly both either aware of some of the people considerations as HR practitioners or, uh, you know, deep, deeply invested in the technology implications as technology practitioners. So um, overall, we, we do have 150 licenses. Um, so, but we do also want to be focused and ensure that we support this, this pilot group effectively. So uh, as a first step starting and then scaling up. So the 50 is to be focused. We do plan to um, have some other licenses available for, for small experimentation, but we're starting with those 50 and really, you know, looking and we've been working with our uh, UX team, researchers on the UX team to really come up with um, how do we keep this group engaged, asking questions on what they're seeing, providing the right support um, and, you know, making sure that they're getting the most out of it. I think some people will take to it very quickly, have plenty of ideas. Others might need a little bit more guidance and support as they explore different use cases. Yeah, because they're just, I, I feel like so many different use cases potentially within HR and, and IT. Um, yep. So kind of going off of that, what are your hopes or what are, what is the state's hope for this pilot program and how will uh, Pennsylvania measure success here? Yeah, so, you know, this is all about how do we use this powerful new tool in our operations to enhance productivity, you know, improve the effectiveness of government services and of course do so in a, in a responsible, secure way. So the goal of the pilot, um, you know, we have a couple goals written down. For the pilot, it's really identifying a handful and you know we'll we'll well set the goal for a handful of really high impact low risk use cases to scale right so i think we will identify many interesting use cases but what we would like to do is from that pilot say wow these are the ones that are going to have you know make the biggest impact over time so how do we scale up and support and and you know make this available to um, at scale essentially. So that's really one of the key goals and KPIs that we're looking for is, is that sense of scale when we find identify the best use cases. You know, I think just two quick things, you know, as we've, you know, we officially announced the pilot and invited our employees to, to sign up just, I think a week, a week and a half ago, and the response has been incredible. Um, we have almost 15% of the employees that we extended the invite to have expressed interest, which I think is a uh, pretty amazing number. Um, so, and I've had the chance to 
read through some of the the feedback. Everyone is, you know, expressing a ton of excitement. Folks want to stay ahead of the curve. They know this is part of, you know, how our daily lives are getting impacted and they want to know how to use this powerful new tool and they have great ideas. So that's one thing that I would love to signal. So um, just the momentum and excitement already before we've even started is is awesome. And then I think what what's interesting is that this is, you know, a shared opportunity. We've been talking to many other states about what they're doing. They're asking us. Um, so, you know, I we look forward to sharing the results of our pilot publicly and and we, we look forward to sharing those. And we know that we'll be able to learn from others who are doing you know similar things in different states. Right. And so what's next as far as, you know, after this initial phase, where do you guys go from here? Yeah. So, uh, you know, this, this pilot is really building on a, a strong foundation we created with the executive order, right? The executive order, um, you know, to start with, you know, got us started with a governing board, right? That we could um, get recommendations from, bring ideas to and and have you know conversation discussion to guide our actions we also established those partnerships with Car carnegie mellon university's block center for technology and society and penn state university and those are those experts that we can take the hard questions to and get advice from right so the pilot is one mechanism again that we're going to find and identify those use cases but in parallel we know this technology is evolving so quickly so we also expect and part of what the team supporting the pilot is also doing is being the advisor for folks as they hear about AI from, for example, from vendors, generative AI, and hear vendors say, hey, here are these things that you can do. How can we help be there and support and ensure that we're acting and according to our, our um, values, right? Um, so we what we do expect to also identify opportunities out there in the broader um, you know, Commonwealth that we have an opportunity to go implement something with generative AI and we want to be able to support that. Um, so I think what's next, just to also circle back to the structure of the pilot, is it's going to scale across the Commonwealth, right? We're starting with OA, but of course, there's so many things happening across our 33 agencies supported by the governor, right? And we want to make sure that we can we can take advantage there. So I think what's the other piece that's next is true to the pilot. Uh, we have this agreement with with OpenAI, but part of what we want to try to find out is what are the various tool sets that we might want to leverage, right? Generative AI is baked into the features of Microsoft these days uh, and Google, right? Um, and many other tools. And there's also many point solutions that help you do very specific um, things. So we're not quite sure and that's a little bit goes back to the pilot, find out what we want to do. And then part of what the pilot will help us do is the how, what are the right tools and capabilities and vendors that are, that are going to take us all the way. Amaya Kabion, CIO for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. You can read more about her and generative AI at statescoop.com and in links in today's show notes. You can subscribe to the Priorities Podcast at PrioritiesPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, be sure to leave a review or rating on the podcast page. That small extra step helps more people like you find the show. This podcast is a production of Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. Adam Butler and Carlin Fisher help put it together, and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. Until next week, I'm Jake Williams. Thanks for listening.